हेलो एंड वेलकम टू द पॉडकास्ट कल्चर कॉर्नर विथ इलेन एंड ग्लोरिया आई एम ग्लोरिया खामकर एंड एकेडमिक फ्रॉम द फैकल्टी ऑफ मीडिया एंड कम्युनिकेशन एट बोनमच यूनिवर्सिटी एंड विथ मी इज इलेन वॉरिनर द बी यू इंटरनल कम्युनिकेशन मैनेजर Hello, Culture Corner is our dedicated podcast series featuring a wide range of topics related to culture, providing insights, discussions and stories about various aspects of human culture. Indeed, and talking about culture, international students play a vital role in creating a dynamic and culturally enriched university environment, promoting diversity, understanding and global connectivity. Yes absolutely and you know we really value this and embrace the diversity of international cultures at Bournemouth University. So in today's episode we have Caroline Earth who is the orientation and cultural adaptation officer at Bournemouth University. We're going to know more about Caroline's work and the importance of facilitating a positive and successful transition for individuals entering a new cultural and education setting. Caroline, welcome to the podcast Culture Corner with Elaine and Gloria. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. Caroline, could you please tell us more about your role as an orientation and cultural adaptation officer at Bournemouth University? Sure. So, I think the orientation part of it really is about helping new students to settle in. The majority of work that I do is with international students, although there are some aspects that are kind of for everybody. But I think we know that international students often need extra or different help and information than British students. So, lots of the work I do is either immediately before they arrive with things like pre-arrival webinars and Q&As online, helping them to prepare for coming here. and then also in the period sort of immediately after they've arrived in the UK so helping them to settle in giving them the information they need about the practical things of life in the UK but also some of the things around cultural adaptation and those kinds of skills that they might need to settle in really maybe you know you could just take us through what our international community looks like so in terms of you know how many international students we have the countries that they come from etc So we've got students from all over the world. Certainly the biggest kind of majority are from India and Nigeria at the moment. I think that changes often over time, but right now that's how it looks. Um we've got I think around 1,500 international students in total and the vast majority of those are postgraduate taught students, so they're studying masters courses. But there's also international students at undergraduate level. and postgraduate research so phd students as well and then we get incoming exchange students coming to do maybe just one semester here and then going back to their home countries to complete their degrees there so it's a real mixture and all of those students obviously come with slightly different needs and background experience so there are lots of things that you do to support students um can you also just talk to us a little bit about how valuable it is to have international students here and what do they bring to the BU community I think it's really valuable I think without international students it would not be such an interesting place to to work and to study I think that hopefully we're preparing all of our students um at BU to go out into a workplace which is increasingly global where they're going to need the skills like cross-cultural communication working in multicultural teams 
And by having a real diversity in the student population, we're able to give all of our students that experience on campus. So British students are getting a really global experience, in particular on some courses where there's a really great mixture, and they can have that global experience without even leaving the country. And I think that's invaluable when you go out and you want to work in a a global company and, and those kinds of things. I think that's um I think that's a really really important point Caroline thank you. Yeah it's all about global experience isn't it? Uh, so as the initial weeks of the term unfold how have they shaped up for you? Um what areas have you primarily concentrated on during this initial period? So the biggest event that I've organized is the orientation day which is kind of like a conference style event where we have lots of different workshops. to be really honest the attendance at that was not what i'd hoped it would be and i think there's all kinds of issues that we need to try to unpick about why international students maybe weren't able to, to make it to that some of those are cultural factors so it's kind of you know ironic in a way but i think that the students that attended it was really great we had some fascinating conversations so some of the things that we cover on that day are things like culture shock what to expect from culture shock um tips for overcoming it we look at things about british culture that students might not know if we don't actually be explicit and talk to them about things like punctuality and the way that different cultures in different parts of the world have different attitudes and and views on punctuality and i think in the very beginning that's very apparent when we organize events and things so lots of really interesting conversations with students about what surprised them since they arrived in the UK and kind of trying to share with them tips and advice that will help them to kind of adjust to what seems to them quite often as the slightly strange way that we do things here in the UK and i think you know the more we're able to sometimes reflect and be honest with them about what well, british people might feel like this or these might be some of the things that are expected so any examples of those strange things that we do here in the UK Oh goodness. Um yeah, probably quite a lot. It's a shame we haven't got a room full of students to ask because I'm sure they could tell those stories uh, better than I could. One of the examples that I hear really frequently from international students is how uncomfortable they are with calling members of staff by their first names and how that really feels strange and disrespectful often to them. and the many cultures where there's a hierarchy and status has much more importance than it does here in the UK so that's something that they're often really uncomfortable with and comment on in the beginning as well as lots of things around kind of language and slang um those kinds of topics queuing our emphasis on bureaucracy and procedures and all of these sorts of things so we have some really interesting conversations about not just the way british people do things but some of the why and the values that underpin those behaviors to try to help them to make sense a bit more that's interesting isn't it but uh, as you said you know not many students attended so perhaps it would be interesting to see how we can reach out to them international students and mm-hmm. more international students attending these very useful events isn't mm-hmm. it elen yeah very useful to have a a really good start to your studies and to your time in a new country i mean from my own experience having had that you know as a student going abroad it's really challenging when you rock up and you don't understand how things work work and you don't you know even know how to buy a bus ticket and all of that simple stuff or understand why people do things the way they do and yeah i think the work that you do is really invaluable and we know that the first couple of weeks 
I guess, of term have gone now, but it can take a while, can't it, for students to settle in or to settle back into their studies. You know, what can our international students be doing over the next few weeks, Caroline, to help them with that process? Because we know it's not a quick process. Yeah, it does sometimes take time to realise what you don't know or what you need to know. And so it is a, a gradual thing. I think it's about getting a balance. So it's natural and normal to want to take time to sometimes stay at home, to FaceTime your friends and family back in your home country and to kind of have some quiet time because the whole thing can be quite exhausting. But I think it's also really important that our international students are getting out, reaching out, making friends meeting other international students who understand maybe what they're going through, but also trying to make friends and connect with British classmates. My main tip, I think, for sort of overcoming those difficulties in terms of culture shock and adaptation is about making sure that you're getting involved with all of the opportunities that are on offer at BU. So whether it's things through the Students' Union, clubs and societies, the global cafe that the Faith and Reflection team organise, which is a great way to meet other international students. But I think the more people that you meet, the more connections you make and you start to make friends and feel more at home and kind of get involved with the local community and I think you know once you've started to achieve that then it's a bit more easy after that really. Yes and Gloria you came to this country as an international student do you agree with what Caroline has said or have you got other tips and experiences you can share with us? I'm smiling, absolutely. When Caroline was saying about queuing or calling your professors with their first name, I struggled a lot. I used to call professor and one day my lecturer said, Gloria, call me by my first name. It's okay. And it took a while to get used to it. I remember coming to Sunderland up north for the first time in the UK. And, you know, back home we do all the research on internet. How is British culture? How are British people? And they say they don't talk much. They don't smile much. They talk about weather. And when I came here, lovely people around. Of course, we have mixed experiences anywhere we go. But I remember the international student office team, the student support team at my university in Sunderland and my lecturers. They were so really nice and helpful. And I think, Caroline, what you are doing and what your team is doing is really, really valuable because this is what is needed for the students who are coming to a new country, new place, with a new culture, new lifestyle. They just need that assurance that, hey, we are here. You are here for, uh, you know, studies and having this global experience, as you call it, Caroline. Uh, just enjoy and we are here for you, isn't it? So it was a lovely experience. But Elaine, you also studied abroad. What was your experience like? So mine was, I guess, quite different in terms of I didn't have someone like Caroline helping me. So I went to Germany for a year as part of my degree. And um, I turned up and didn't have anywhere to live and had to do that finding somewhere to live. And I can remember, you know, having a newspaper and standing in a phone box and calling. Mm. And I'd never done that in my own country, in my own language, let alone a different country. And you look back and you think, well, if I could have done that, I can do anything, surely in my own language and in my own country, if I've done that somewhere else. And um, 
Yes, a few funny stories. Maybe not for this <laughs> podcast, but I'll tell you maybe separately. <laughs> it must have been an interesting experience. It was an interesting experience, but definitely worthwhile. And even academically, the exams were different. They were oral exams, so I had to get used to sitting in front of a professor and answering his questions, which we don't do here. Um, but definitely you come back and you feel on top of the world because you've, when you've been through that and you've achieved, the world's your oyster, isn't yeah. it? It's a fantastic experience. Yeah. And I think for international students, uh, studying is not the only activity, I believe. It is about, as you said, Caroline, going out, making new friends. And I also think going out in the community. And Bournemouth is a great place to live and study in. So how can our international students take advantage of what's on offer, Caroline? Well, I think a lot of it is about connecting with maybe local students and the students' union because it's really hard if you're new in a town and also a, a country to understand kind of what it is that's out there, how you get out and about. And I have sometimes met international students at graduation who've never left Bournemouth. As I'm a, a real Bournemouth girl, I've been here most of my life. That makes me so sad because I think there's amazing places within half an hour of Bournemouth that you could get to easily on public transport support like the New Forest and the Purbex and students are missing out if they don't go and explore those places but I think it's really about finding the friends and the right people to go and do that with so you've got the confidence and then making sure that you talk maybe to the students union about the different student discounts that are available so for most students they'd be able to get discount passes for coaches or train travel that kind of thing that makes it a lot more affordable and really just exploring and but the, the more people that you meet in the local area, the more recommendations you're going to get of good places to go and, and things to see and to visit. Absolutely. And going beyond as well, Bournemouth. I mean, I remember uh, when I was a, an international student, there used to be a scheme called Host UK Scheme. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's still there. It's a government scheme and you can actually go and uh, live with a family, British family, because what they say, or oh, you see the families and British houses from outside through the window get inside and spend time with them. And I went to Scotland, I remember, lovely family still in contact with. So there are such opportunities for international students that they can explore to learn more about culture because culture is a lived experience, isn't it? It absolutely is, yeah. And that sounds like a tremendous scheme to have, to have had that opportunity to do that. And it makes me think about all the people that our international students come into contact with and all the staff, the colleagues here. So not just their tutors and not just you and your colleagues, Caroline, but also all the staff. And what kind of support or work do you do with colleagues to help us, I guess, to better support our international students? I'm working at the moment with the global engagement team at BU to try to develop some staff development sessions. So that would be kind of training effectively for staff to help staff to really think about what it might feel like to be an international student, because some staff are international themselves. Some have had like loads of global experiences, but that's not true for everybody. And I think um, sometimes staff really feel the benefit of actually just having some time to explore a little bit where our international students are coming from both literally and kind of emotionally as well. 
and just some sort of get some tips. So we're hoping to work with international students and staff to really kind of get the content for those sessions right, especially to focus perhaps on some of the cultures where we have large groups of international students. So that's at the moment, India and Nigeria are by far the largest majorities. So working with students and staff from those countries to kind of inform the content of those sessions is something that I used to do a lot of before COVID and lockdown. And then sort of since then, things have changed and, you know, workloads changed. But I'm really looking forward to getting involved with that again, because those sessions are always well received. And we'll do probably two different varieties. So we'll do some sessions that are specifically for academics, thinking about how those things play out in an academic setting, but also sessions for professional and support staff. So no matter what your job is, often teams like the security team or people that work in the library, it's not just necessarily the obvious people like student services and front facing staff that have a lot of contact with international students. It will be great to kind of get together. And usually those sessions are just a really good and interesting conversation really about what the challenges are and, and how can we try to understand things especially using things like plain English and being a bit mindful of the way that we communicate and not jumping to conclusions and making assumptions about people's behaviours and things. That sounds great. I'm going to look out for those sessions. I think there's a lot of good stuff that can be shared there. So great. Look forward to those. Thanks. Me too. So Caroline, that sounds all interesting. You mentioned about the uh, welcome event and what's next coming up for international students? I've got um, I've got an event that I'm in the process of planning for international students with children. So that will be during November sometime. And that's really aimed at getting them to network and connect with each other so they can form a support network. And then already I'm thinking for January. So in January, we have a lot of master's students arriving and we'll be running another orientation day for them, some social events and everything that we do in September all over again in January. That's brilliant, isn't it? Because yes, a lot of our international students come here with families, having children, and it's a different life altogether. Mm -hmm. So it's great to know that your team is um, having that included in the events. And we really hope, uh, Elaine, isn't it, that many international students are able to attain these sessions and make the most of it. Yes. I mean, we'll do all our best to encourage them along in our communications and engagement with the students um, because it is really important. So as we are coming towards the end, what are your thoughts on how the BU community can collectively contribute to a positive and successful transition for our international students entering a new cultural and educational environment. And I know you talked about doing the training sessions, having the academic community as well as professional staff, but is there anything, that message that we all can take away from this? I think really the main thing is quite simple if you bring it down to the basics, which is just to try to see things from somebody else's perspective and to try to sort of build in a bit of a pause before you have your instinctive reaction to something that that was rude or that was weird or whatever and think actually, is that how it was intended? And just to think maybe this person is coming at things from a different angle to me. And I think if we can all just try to see things from a different perspective, be a little bit more patient, and empathetic, I think we're really taking a huge step to achieving great things. That's the key message, isn't it? 
And a message that works for everyone, international or non-international staff or students. The tip definitely is to be kind and patient. Yeah, be kind and patient. And I think the tip that I share with the students often is to try not to think of our way or their way as being right or wrong but just to see it as being different. And I think if we can try to come at things with that mindset, then that's really helpful. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Caroline. It's been fantastic to have you here to talk to you today. Um, We really hope that this episode will, you know, help us to all appreciate and understand the invaluable contributions that international students bring to BU and the cultural richness that they bring along with them. So thank you. Thank you. That was Caroline Earth, the Orientation and Cultural Adaptation Officer at Bournemouth University. This podcast was produced by Dr. Gloria Khamkar and Elaine Warriner with the support from Jason Hallett with Technical Production. And that's all for today. Thank you for listening. <laughs>